Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 338. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get to today. Uh, we're going to start things off with a story from Tony. Yeah, so I've got a quick little story here. Uh, actually, I got two stories. I'm, uh, I'm going to lead it off, though, with the first one, which is uh, what happened to me last night, Sean, uh, I, uh, and Andy. But I was, uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, so please jump in uh, when I'm done if, like, you've ever had something similar or anything. Like, so I've, I've seen stuff before where you, you will have dreams, like weird dreams, and, like, you can look it up, and, like, there's things online that'll tell you, like, oh, this dream means this, this dream means that, which obviously just, you know, you know, I don't know who is the one that figures that out. Like, I guess, like, some psychics or something i don't fucking know but regardless I, that that's not the real reason why i'm telling the story the main reason i'm telling it was because it was just a weird dream but uh i was uh you know like when i feel like when you're in and out of sleep like when you're almost just falling asleep for like an hour at a time is sometimes when you have the most vivid dreams and so last night i went to bed and i'm sleeping and in my dream i'm in my room and it's dark in my room so i obviously you know it's nighttime and it was like, I forget who I was talking to in the dream, but it was somebody. And then they're like, Hey, blah, blah's at the door. You need to let them in to like, you know, tell them to do this. And I'm, or something like that. And I'm like, okay. So I remember I get out of my bed in my dream and I go to turn on the light, but the light wouldn't turn on. So then I'm like hitting it again. And I start panicking thinking like, well, why isn't my light turning on? And I hit it a couple times and then it led to this panic. And then I started feeling just like really weird. And then I like almost like fell onto my bed and then it woke me up. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like that was just because the way I felt was like really weird too. And I was just like, that was really bizarre. And then I, uh, I don't know. And then I, I've heard things before in the past about like, cause you know, some people say like, Oh, it's, you know, it's tough to run in your dreams, but it's also like, you know, or like scream and stuff, or it's also like you, but I've also heard before from people say that it's tough to turn on like a light in your dream or something. And so I thought about that later in the day and I was like, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to Google it. I never Google. Like, you know, there's people out there that like a write like a dream journal and stuff. Uh, I don't do that at all, obviously, but I decided to Google like what it means. And it actually had some very interesting things. It was talking about how like when you're, if you have a dream about like you're trying to turn on a light and you can't and you're in like a familiar spot. And then also when you're in darkness, like complete darkness, it said it has something to do with like that somewhere deep down, you're like afraid of the unknown or you're like, you've got like some anxiety, like some anxiety and stuff, but also like you're like some, uh, some things that aren't like, uh, they haven't gotten closure with pretty much or something like that. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually like really interesting. So, I mean, you know, it's, you know, that's just, I think how life can go for some people in their early thirties is like the unknown getting older too. Like, I think maybe, you know, I'm, I got a birthday next month. So it's like, that's always another year older, you know, you got just, you know, you know, stuff going on in your own personal life that can make things like that. But it was just very interesting. So I don't know if you guys have ever had a dream where it's like, you really felt like you were like, it wasn't a dream. Like you actually felt like that situation was going on or if you've ever tried turning on a light in your dream or anything, I don't had know. a light thing go on. I have dreams where like I have a Ferrari and it seems so real. And then I wake up and I'm like, wait, like in high school, I was like, did I have that Mustang? Like what? No, I damn, damn it. Yeah. When, when, the, when, the dream, when the dreams are really vivid and real, it's almost, I should say like more so when they're really real, like, 
Because there's times where like there's just ridiculous stuff happening in a dream, and it's like, okay, this is a dream. But it's like when they're actually like real, like feeling. Like I, I remember, you know, like eight years ago, I got a DUI, and it's like I remember shortly after that, like for the next year or so, I kept having. I had like probably like two or three times like a vivid dream that I got my second DUI, which would be a big, you know, big problem. And it, it's terrifying. Like you wake up like relieved. Like there's nothing better than that waking up from a dream being like, oh, thank God that was a dream. And then, of course, Sean, there's the alternative to what basically your dream where it's like you wake up from a dream and you're like, fuck, that was a dream. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could definitely go both ways. And yeah, dreams are weird. So, yeah. Now that you're talking about dreams and stuff, I had a weird thing happen this week where yeah, like I don't remember dreams unless it's like I woke up at five in the morning. And Most people don't remember their dreams. Supposedly we dream like a bunch oh, yeah. every night. They only last like two minutes and you dream like 30 of them or something. Yeah. Um, but I got like caught in the middle of one or in the end of one. You're like in someone else's uh, dream. <laughs> no, like I don't I don't even know how to explain it. But because it probably was just a micro flash of time. But it was like I was right in front of the TV and it's like the power went out. And have you ever had that where it's like a different sound than turning off the TV? Yeah, versus, it's like a pew. And it's like, yeah. and it was like, what? And then just a blinding flash of light. And then I woke woke up. And you were, so you were abducted, abducted by aliens. <laughs> and I like physically woke up like into the real world. But I my thought was that like the power went out, like I was dying and the, the light <laughs> happened and it saved me. And I wondered like, I wondered, was I like, Choking or something, or not? You, know, you were being choked. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And my dream was telling me to wake up by like pulling the plug on me and getting me. And it was like I don't know. It was very weird to me. No shit like that is creepy because it was not really a dream of like oh and this happened. It was just kind of like a, a, a moment. And I was like, why did I see the TV turn off or, or the power go out and the TV come out for that? I have inception. Could have been a millisecond. I have inception dreams when I'm flying or like asleep in the car where I'm sitting upright and I'm asleep and then you start to lean forward and so my dream, whatever it is, will instantaneously go to me falling, which is so crazy because it's inception and a half right there when they're in that like car Mm -hmm. and then they're spinning all in their dream. Uh, That's why I don't like falling asleep on an airplane unless I'm lying down, you know, in in the front because that will happen every time and then you jolt forward and people around you like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Dreams I don't are know. Weird. All that stuff is weird. They're very yeah. weird. So uh, the, moving on from dreams, just really quickly, I just have a really funny story that happened today at work. Um, so obviously we had, a, which we're going to get into right after this, we had a, in Southern California, we had some um, unexpected weather, uh, especially for late August, for August 20th, 21st or 20th, whatever it was. Uh, but um, so me being in the landscape business, there was, you know, branches came down a lot of places. There's debris everywhere. So we get a work order uh, from our property manager on late yesterday afternoon, like around, you know, after work hours, like around three o'clock saying a homeowner said that a, a 40 pound branch flew into his backyard. And if we could uh, go clean it up and they give you the homeowner's address, the number so I can make contact with them. So I, I text the homeowner. I'm like, hey. Uh, I can have a crew over there around 7.30 tomorrow morning to clean this up really quick for you if that works. Yeah, yeah, that works good. I'm like, okay. So I have his address, like 148211. I won't obviously give out the rest. But uh, I have uh, I have that that address. And so me and uh, our head foreman, it was like, hey, let's just, we'll just do it. You and I will just take care of it really quickly. It's not a big deal. So we go down there. And if, and if it was going to be bigger that we needed more people, then sure. But I mean, it wasn't, you know, we didn't think it was going to be. So we get down there 
and I text the homeowner and I'm like, um, like, is it in your, like, do you want us to come through your backyard? Like, how do you want to do this? And he's like, Oh, I'll meet you in the backyard. Uh, just come down the side gate. I'm like, okay. So I'm in, I'm at one, four, eight, two, one, one. I see it on the phone, the address. I see it on the, the, the house and I'm with my foreman and he's got a chainsaw on his hand because we're not sure how big this thing's going to be. So I, you know, no one's at the gate. So I'm like, Hey, you just said, come through. So I open the side gate and then there's like, kind of like a dog run and then another gate. So I go down there, <laughs> open the other gate and it's about seven 15 in the morning. Him and I are walking around the backyard, looking, looking, don't see any branch. And I, we look at each other and it's like, I don't know if we're in the right backyard <laughs> and the lights on and like the kitchen, like the living room, you know, like people are getting ready for work. And I'm like, and I mean, I didn't see anybody and they didn't see us. And I'm like, you know, he, and he started kind of tripping out a little bit. He's like, yeah, I don't think it's the right backyard. So we get out and sure enough, there was another one, four, eight, two, one, one. Oh, wow. On the very next, like literally 200 feet away on the other street, on the next street. East and and, West, yeah. and I had a, I had a text from him that said, I don't see you. And I'm like, oh my God. And you guys are so wearing your leather uh, face no, masks, right? Your Texas Chainsaw well, Massacre mask. That's what I was going to say is so funny is, I mean, I'm a supervisor, so I'm in, I'm in a regular t-shirt and jeans. So I mean, but I have this big mustache and then our foreman comes in there and he's also in a t-shirt and jeans, but he's got his sunglasses on. He's also got a chainsaw on his hand. So all I'm thinking is like, if some like, you know, frantic older lady was just in the kitchen by herself and happened to look and saw two men walk in her backyard, one holding a chainsaw. I can only imagine what possibly could have gone you through her head. You need an old lady. Your your boss would have <laughs> fired up on you, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It, that would have been a, uh, not the best scenario, but I, I was laughing earlier. I was telling the story to my mom and I'm like, it's so funny how like when you just walk into a situation with confidence, like I was, co- I was so confident going into that backyard and I was also so confident to uh, to run into somebody and like have to be like, oh, hey, yeah, we're here to cut the branch down or something like that. And it's like, you know, thankfully it didn't happen. But it looks like I probably should have waited till I saw someone because he did eventually text saying, I don't see you, which would have made me be like, are we at the right house? <laughs> That's like one of my greatest fears. I'll do that with people like I've been to the house and I'll be like, do they still live here? Yeah, like, so told me to come by. Sure. I'm like. Oh, there's God, a, I don't know if a funny story about that. My buddy, uh, Joe, Joe, the actor that, uh, uh, you guys have met before, uh, when I was living with my dad over in, uh, some co- some apartments over in Tustin, we, uh, all those apartments, you know, how they are like Irvine company and stuff. They, a lot of them have the same layout when you walk in, it's like, you know, the kitchen's here, living room's there. They got a bathroom down this way, bathroom this way. Some of them are just like, you know, backwards in like other houses or con- apartments or whatever. And so. I, I knew he was coming over. So we had the door unlocked and he, we were like, I think unit like 108 or something like that. One, one, whatever. And he went to a different one and opened the door with confidence and walked in. It was just like, hello. And he heard just some woman's voice from the other room be like, uh, hello. And he's just like, uh, uh, and just like shut the door. Cause it was just me, my dad and his, uh, a coworker from FedEx that worked that lived together. So he knew no woman was there and just like ran out of there and then told us the story. And, but he said he got all the way to like the living room carpet and was like, which is probably a good, you know, 10, 15 feet at least. So he walked a good amount into the house and Grab it's a like, slice of pie. again though, he walked in. Yeah. He walked in with confidence and it's like, you walk in with confidence somewhere. It's like, you, you don't think about that. You don't have that fear set in of like, Oh, we were like sneaking in or what's this. You're just walking in like, Hey, and it's, it's kind of funny, but, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, I just thought that was a little funny. Funny story, kind of a, oh, and also, by the way, the 40 pound branch, let me just put it to you this way. We didn't need the chainsaw and I carried it out of the backyard myself in full tack. It was probably 10 pounds at most. And 
it's it just stuff like that. It's like, man, I mean, we ended up charging them because they took our time. So it's like that ended up charging the HOA and like nothing crazy. But, you know, this homeowner could have easily just snapped a couple twi- a couple branches in half and put it in his green waste. But you know what? Whatever. Yeah. I guess if he's make the HOA pay their dues, I guess, if that's what you pay the HOA fee for, yeah, exactly. might as well use it to its fullest, I guess. Yeah, very good. Well, let's uh, move into that tropical storm we had, uh, first one in 80-something years. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but it was pretty dull. Um, yeah, it was a just a regular storm, I think. I mean, it was a, a rainy, it was a consistent rainy day all day, just like we've had countless times this past uh, rainy season. And then... It was a pretty good high dose of Santa Ana winds from basically 6.30, 7 o'clock or so until probably like, you know, sometime in the middle of the night. I had to go to Costco on Saturday and I was, because I'm out of stuff. I need, you know, my turkey meat and all that kind of stuff. It's like, this place is going to be a mess. And I'm usually in and out of there. I go there before they open uh, because they open the doors, you know, 15 minutes before that posted opening times and i'm usually out of there before that actual opening time uh, on a good day which is about 15 minutes i was out of there six minutes later god awful and i i couldn't find one thing and i just no time for backup yeah i heard a, a buddy of mine went to the store and said he couldn't like there was no water or like batteries yeah. and stuff like i think people thought the power was gonna be out for like a decade yeah, they're anticipating yeah. and it's so crazy the storm to me. of the you know millennia and it's it's so funny because it's like again you put it on the news and you I mean and you you know tell them like blah 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 and it's like it ended up being like yeah sure but it's like I knew people that you know own bars and stuff that were closed that day because they're like we don't want anybody on the roads and it's like then do you not want anybody on the roads every rainy day because that's what that was yeah, yeah that, that's a weird part I mean the the uniqueness of of it was that it was this a tropical storm and it was yeah the summertime summertime part and yeah it was. It was not a hurricane. It was projected to maybe be a hurricane, but by the time it, it hit here, it was downgraded. Yeah, because this hurricane, when it was blowing at its highest in like the middle of the ocean, it was blowing at 145 winds. So, I mean, it, it, it definitely had some power. And I know they say we're supposed to have a, which might jack you up, Sean. We're supposed to have some, it's going to supposed to be El Nino yeah. this, this, uh, Let's rain do season. It. So we're supposed to have a wetter season than uh, last year. But uh, I think it was interesting in that usually when we have storms, they're in the winter time, so they're after the leaves have fallen and all that kind of stuff. Uh, this did some damage. Oh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of shit out there. Oh, just, there is. All the palm trees in California are just shredded. Yeah. Oh, it's the pine, uh, the, pine, the, the pine trees. Are, yeah, the, the yeah. pine needles are... Actually, speaking of palm trees, I had to... Our boss, uh, my boss, uh, he actually... We actually had a, a rain day on Monday because it was still raining in the morning, so they just... Didn't have anybody work, but it was like, you know, me being a supervisor and a couple other guys, we we did have to work and do some stuff. And one of the things, you know, he just was like, hey, Tony, I had a like four of my king palm branches fell down on my yard. Do you mind going over there? And so I did. But he did treat me uh, last night to uh, some drinks and dinner. So, you know, it worked out. But uh, it was just it's just funny because, yeah, you're right. Everywhere I go, like around, you know, the Villa Park area, the up in the, the hills where I uh you know, drive around in it. It's, it's crazy there, but there is just piles of pine needles everywhere. Like some sidewalks are just flooded in pine needles because the, the, the fact of the matter is if your service day for that area is until Thursday, it's like, Hey, they got other places to be like, if they're, if they have to, they, let's, you know, those people have to be somewhere on Monday or Tuesday. And it's like, those places are also uh, probably filled with trash and debris also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the bar, uh, salty dog, but uh, their big sign actually got blown down. <laughs> And I saw one of my HOAs today that I drove through. Uh, they have a little stop sign out there 
that's, you know, cemented in and that was on the ground. So it's like, it, there was definitely some good gusts. Uh, we definitely, we cleaned up a couple, you know, big branches and, uh, yeah, thankfully nothing too crazy, you know, no, uh, tree that, you know, came down and really did some damage in like the middle of the street or on cars or on people that I'm aware of. It, so. Yeah. The only, the only yeah. precaution I took and they just were saying, you know, the power might go out. I have a portable charger that I got for camping. Uh, you know, it's just a tiny little pocket one. And so I made sure that I had power and I wouldn't call it a waste of time because it took me four seconds, but certainly didn't need it. Yeah. I never even thought about the power going out. I'm, so yeah, <laughs> I didn't think that was been a possibility. That would have been, I think one of the most realistic things just because it being summertime. Yeah, I mean, there would have been lightning, something we're striking to have lightning here. Or, I don't know if you guys saw any, I surely did not. Um, no, there, there's been supposed to be lightning like the last like three weeks and there's been zero yeah, lightning. It's very, I mean, I know this year has been, has been different, uh, but it's always depressing if you want to see weather to be here because they'll also do that whole thing where they're like, yeah, guess what guys, we're going to have this crazy storm. And then it's like, nope, it's going to rain a little bit, but we also had an earthquake, uh, in Ohio, I think is where it was, uh, centered. So that was kind of neat. Um, Anyone who's not from here, like for life, always loses their goddamn mind. Like, oh, we're gonna fall into the earth! Like, no. And we have, uh, you know, rebar, and the buildings don't get damaged here like they do in Haiti or something. If there's an earthquake, and we're not gonna have a tsunami because of the way that uh, Earth is structured, we don't have anything to worry about. So it did. It did look like uh, Palm Springs area, you know, out that way got you know some mud. Yeah, it covered oh, yeah, up the freeway flooded, because yeah. uh, um, a boss uh, superintendent, or I almost called him superintendent. Skinner! Super- <laughs> Producer Luke. I don't know where the superintendent came from. <laughs> Producer Luke, uh, his dad, uh, my boss, had to uh, was going out to Palm Springs and Luke called him up yesterday. He's like, Dad, are you on your way to Palm Springs? He's like, yeah. And he's like, you should have told me. Like, I could have told you, like, those roads were closed. He's like, yeah, I'm just finding that out. I'm turning around. And I guess, like, the freeways were closed because of mud. Try to sneak around yeah. round of golf out there, honey. <laughs> Wasn't able to. Well, yeah, pretty exciting uh, stuff that we probably won't see again for uh, a long time. Yeah, we'll have to wait on the Gulf now to give us yep. our hurricanes. Which they're always, they're always yeah. a something. All right, well, speaking of something, um, Andy, you're not going to like this because you get movies for free, but uh, anyone who wants to go to the movies, this Sunday is Cinema Day, and a lot of theaters are getting involved with $4 movies. So your theater, if you're going yeah, on Sunday, Andy, you might yeah. see a packed house, and uh, let's just put it to you this way, a lot of like Greyhound passengers where you're used to, you know, your premium plus people paying four bucks to get in. So Okay. It's probably gonna be always a, a mixed beach crowd ball. Someone flipping out on you know a kid that's the usher. They're letting all this. It's like, it reminds me of they when, don't have ushers anymore. No, the, this it. this reminds me of when dime beer night went bad yeah, exactly. in the Indians. This is gonna be this where four dollar movie night went bad at cinemas. <laughs> People are throwing shit at the TV yeah. or the screen. I don't intend to go. I was looking at what's coming out, and it's like, oh, there's a Liam Neeson movie. It's like, well, I could just watch any of his eighteen other ones, like. That won't even be in theaters. Oh, for it's real, it's it's at uh, the one on Catella here. Um, okay, but I'm waiting for Indiana Jones. Just go on Disney Plus. Like, come on. But, yeah. So uh, uh, that, it'll be hopefully well, soon. 
But that is this Sunday. Um, now, you want to talk about Fire Festival Part Do? Yeah, so the uh, the guy who ran the Fire Festival, he's he's out of prison and ready to do uh, another one. He's, he's going to do it again. So he put out a video saying he's aiming for uh, fall 2024 at an island somewhere. Maybe one of the Epstein Island. That might be available now. I don't know. <laughs> How that all works, but uh, he's trying to do it again. So, is this like, uh, is this going to work? I mean, I, you think he learned a lesson from the last one, so he knows what not to do? Uh, I don't know. I feel like this could be successful just because people want to be part of it. Yeah, because what um, happened? It's actually honestly probably genius marketing by this guy now, or yeah. a genius idea. Like anyone who goes will will come in their like massive yacht with their own supplies, and you won't get stuck with the the sandwiches in the no water. Ch- situation um but yeah what would it take for you to go uh i'm not going to go it'd be so i mean the tickets are going to be uh the lowest will be 500 bucks they said but you know there will be seven thousand dollars this is uh, for kids that are quote-unquote influencers so that they can post their shit online this isn't for real people what if the Beatles yeah. played, also, including exactly John Lennon. Also, exactly that. It's going to be a bunch of people I've never, George Harrison yeah, also I've never heard of. They couldn't get him. Like, if you're going to tell me, you know, Robbie Krieger and John Densmore are there uh, with, like, Robert Plant and Johnny Waters, I'd contemplate going. Um, the price tag is going to keep me from actually doing that, especially because you have to take a boat there or some shit. Like, the price just keeps ticking. It's not just getting a ticket. How do you get there? How do you stay there? How do you get back from there? And then they have you. They, the hot dog is going to be like $45. So, no. It's probably going to be like Pitbull yeah. and Logan Paul's doing yeah, DJ Yeah, it's going to be nine other b- groups I've go. never heard of because I'm not 15. Like, I keep seeing all these names. Andy, I told you about a commercial for... It wasn't... I think it was called... Is it called Grownish? I thought it was Blackish. It was one of those ish shows. There's, I think there's yeah. both. And so the yeah, show, the commercial's like, we have this season, this artist, this artist, little dirky, little douchey, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't know a... S- a little dirky? That would be good. <laughs> what I, a little beef jerky? I'm just Reese. making yeah. shit up. They're all names I've I've oh, never heard of. Um, it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm dirty. out. <laughs> little Luca Dungeon. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Little Earl Boykins. Dirky little could Boykins. be a name for someone. Uh-oh, Andy. Oh Is god it? damn it! No, we had a oh. we had an incident. Someone shook up that entire six pack of beers. Sean, Sean, I just opened the beer in Andy's room and it did the same thing yours did. <laughs> I've no, I didn't I didn't do that. Like I picked mine up out of Andy. I, I know, I know. Andy, no one did anything wrong. He knows that. I, it's been those it, beers are overinflated. Yeah, this beer's cunt. been sitting on the yeah. counter in here for like. A couple yeah. of seconds here. Give me a moment. I'm gonna go. Uh, so I'm gonna step out. Nice for a it happened to right. be on the on the floor over here, not yeah, the I... carpet. But yeah. So fire festival part. I'll grab some paper towels two, and uh, mop it up. I wish. I I don't know. I guess people love a, a comeback story. So maybe this one will work. Yeah. Um, talk about scooter Braun. A new razor from Braun. Uh, yeah, that's not what it is. Uh, scooter Braun is a. Very successful music manager, not a producer, a manager. Uh, manages a lot of big names, or at least he Ooh. used to manage a lot of big names. Uh, I think one of the things he's most known for is he uh, was a manager for Taylor Swift. 
And as part of that management agreement, he got songwriting credits on her songs. Uh, and that's why she has, over the last few years, been re- re-recording uh, her songs in actually owning the rights that's to smart. them that way. So she like has doesn't have the rights at all to the original recordings of all her big songs. Um, and it's kind of basically like this guy is kind of corrupt and does shit like this, but he has a lot of big names. Uh, he was the guy who, who discovered Justin Bieber along with Usher back in the day. Um, but he also had some other bigger clients. Like it was like Ariana Grande or something. I, I don't, I don't know all the people, but, uh, so Taylor Swift ditched, ditched him years ago at this point, but like just today, uh, like all of his other big clients left him and there's, Something happening, some sort of story that's going to come out that's going to be bad. Yeah, uh, that's we'll see, but yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Um, but it, it is it is crazy, like the world of pop music. We I thought we left that behind of like just a corrupt guy who runs everything, but you know that's still happening today uh, with this guy, and you know he's only like forty. I think I saw it's like, that's what a, what a, what a good deal to get, where it's like I own Taylor Swift songs. Scooter, huh? Uh, pretty good business if you can get it, but uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, he's he's gonna be canceled here, um, or maybe it just maybe his career's over. I don't know. All right, but I don't think we're gonna miss anything. I don't think he's done great work or anything. Just I don't even think I would know who Scooter Braun was no, if I ran into not. him, like at a, like Albertsons or something. Not like you're gonna no. run into him at Albertsons. But he's a guy who made a lot of money off of other people's work and. Uh, There's a lot of people out there like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's 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 our system of, of economics we've got. But uh, this is a very high-profile case where his the people he's stealing from are very famous and rich themselves. Um, like I don't think I don't think Taylor Swift was poor before she started uh, re-releasing her songs, but certainly not now. Uh, she could buy like, a lot of Epstein yeah. Islands if Especially she wanted. Especially after that, those yeah. fucking that Eras tour, whatever yeah. the fuck she's just been doing. Like how much? Do you, how much does she make a night from that? Like from one I don't show. Know. I think they, they said the the tour itself has been a billion dollars. I believe it. Every um, girl I know, I think on yeah. my whole fucking social media feed is gone, including my cousins. Like three nights in a row and shit. And it's like that's insane. No, it is. These like girls go every night, dude. If they can, I'm pretty positive. My cousin went two nights in a row. Pretty good. All right. Um. But yeah, um, oh. I do want to. One more thing I want to say about this is it's two. Uh, music stories in a row because there's not much going on. There's a strike. Uh, no, no new projects being announced because no one, even if they're there, can't they can't legally announce them. No one can write new shit. So Lionsgate uh, did is... announce they're bringing masks back to productions. Freaks. Oh yeah. Well, they had yeah. Well, no, I think they said they had a, in their office or something. Oh, because I was gonna say like there's no so there's productions a, going there's on. A, there's an outbreak. At their office or something. I don't know. Better call Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Sure. Well, we have a video game game. <laughs> yes. So uh, there's one big release coming out this weekend. I already won. Uh, not the Liam Neeson <laughs> one, uh, but the uh, Gran Turismo. So that's originally supposed to come out a couple weeks ago. They instead decided to do like sneak previews the last two weeks and now a full release uh, this week. And... Uh, it's gotten okay reviews, it, pretty good by video game movie standards. Uh, although it's hard to say, is Gran Turismo really a video game movie when it's a movie about the video game? It's not necessarily adapting the video game because yeah. it's about like a guy learning how to become a race car driver by playing the race car driver game. Uh, but anyways, it is it, it is an encouraging sign that we're getting 
mediocre video game movies because throughout the history of video game movies, they've mostly been pretty terrible. And uh, this game will kind of illustrate that here. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do this game here where uh, you guys are going to have to match the actor to the video game movie. And then I've also got a list here of Rotten Tomato scores, and then you'll have to match that as well. Oh, that's um, going to be the difficult part. So I'm going to read the list of actors and in games and scores here. Uh, it'll be easier for Tony because he's got this list up in front of him. Um, yeah, the order here, this is, this is alphabetical order. So um, that's not matching anything here. Uh, but yeah, starting with the actors, we got Angelina Jolie, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Jim Carrey, John Leguizamo, Mark Wahlberg, and then Mark Wahlberg. He's to there twice. Uh, Michael Fassbender, Michael Keaton, Ryan Reynolds. There's way too Rock, many already, Andy. The Rock twice, <laughs> and Timothy Olyphant. Well, now, Jim movies, Carrey is in Sonic. Okay, well, let me read the fucking movies before you jump ahead. <laughs> I'm not, but gonna, yeah, I'm not remembering right. any of these. Yeah, right. Uh, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Detective Pikachu, Doom, Hitman, Max Payne, Need for Speed, Prince of Persia, Rampage, Sonic the Hedgehog, Street Fighter, the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. Oh, my God. Tomb Raider. That. <laughs> Tomb Raider from 2001 and Uncharted. So, yeah, you can got you one. Can like, you text me a photo of the screen so I can see the can list of that? things? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Ryan Reynolds is in Pikachu. All right. Um, right am I supposed to just shout them out too? Because I'm yeah. yeah, no, anything you want. Yeah. Well, then I already. I mean, I already know some of these too. Obviously. That's what I'm saying. Angelina Jolie is uh, Tomb Raider, and yeah, then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Prince of Persia. All right. Text me that list. I'm trying, but <laughs> I'm I'm moving things as you're say, shouting them out too. So yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> even who else is on there. I know. Also, well, I'm going to be well, screwed because I'm not going to be able to cross off any of these that have already been said. I'm doing it live. I know, but I'm looking at... I, I already told you you'd be, you'd be screwed in this game. Don't worry about <laughs> All it. Right. I, I'm not worried. All I right. mean, I still don't know like a lot of these All things. Right. So Jean-Claude Van Damme, do you know off the top of your head? Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> no. No. Okay, now let me take a guess. I, I don't know why I'm looking at the phone. Rampage is The Rock. Yeah, you got one. There you yeah, go. There you go. The whole point is the easier it gets, the more you, you eliminate here. Doom okay, is also say, The Rock, I think, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. very good, Sean. Yeah, let's get one Street of Street Fighter uh, is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Correct. You better not be cheating there. No, I'm looking at this okay. list you sent me. Can I guess, is Max Payne Mark Wahlberg? It is, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. And uh, is, so is uh, Hitman, right? No. Can I, I'm going to guess uh, Michael oh, Keaton is Super Mario. Elephant. Nope. No. Uh, yeah, so you got one there. Timothy Oliphant for Hitman. So is John Leguizamo left? And he is in Super Mario Brothers. Yes, he plays a Luigi. So then so Michael Keaton is Uncharted or Assassin's Creed? So you got three left. Mark Wahlberg, Michael Fassbender, and Michael Keaton. The movies are Assassin's Creed, Need for Speed, and Uncharted. Fassbender Uncharted is, is Mark Assassin's Wahlberg. Creed. That is correct. And then Uncharted is Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Okay. Plays solely the secondary. You know what's funny about these games tonight is it seemed like oh. we were on the same team. They weren't like competitive, like yeah. games yeah, no, against each other. These were like team fun. games tonight. Yeah. Did we did we get it all? Yeah. It's yeah. Over. Nice. So Michael Keaton, the last one in Need for Speed. Now this will the, be the fun part. Second part. Oh. The Rotten Tomato scores. Hold on, Sean. Let me uh, send those to you. 
I uh, well, they're not. random numbers, but that's all right. I can kind of, no, and I don't know them, so I'm going to then unhide the true scores. Uh, whether okay, so which one do you think is the worst? They got only eleven percent. Oh man. Um, See, I don't even know these ones. I don't even know for sure. I think. So we're just going to put them somewhere? And yeah, then, we're going to put them there. All right, Sean, then we got to do this together then. Prince of Persia was pretty bad. But, I mean, all of these are pretty the bad. The worst But one. yeah, but 11% is really worst. bad. So, I mean, I don't even know how many of these movies I've I seen. Maybe zero. Prince of Persia. I think people were pissed all right, because we'll go, we'll go Prince of Persia for 11 Jake then. Jake playing a Persian. Yeah, that's true. All right, 16%, which is there's, there's two, two of them. There's two of them that have 16% here. I think we can... Fuck. I mean... I, I, it hurts that I didn't see any of these, but I feel like I feel like one of those rock movies could not have been good. Rock. Oh. I've seen about half of these movies. Rampage, I didn't yeah. finish. Uh, Doom, I've never. Well, what'd you seen. think? It was. They're all. I mean, all of every person like that. Their movies are all the same. Like he's gonna save the day. Yeah. He's got a daughter. He's not perfect, but he's got heart. That's probably what the movie was. I could see Street Fighter being really bad. I don't know. You want to pick it? Um, There's yeah, no reason not yeah. to. Let's put 16 at Street Fighter. And then we got one more 16 I feel here. Like Max Payne. All right, let's do that. We don't have. We you want to start back up from the top then? Which ones do you think is the best? So 68, 63, and 51 think, are the best. I almost scores. feel like Detective yeah, I Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu was well received. <laughs> and Super Mario Brothers. That, this is the first This is one. the 93 I know, one. I think that was still pretty good, one. wasn't it? I don't know. What about Tomb Raider, though? Is Tomb Raider bad? A lot of people think like Angelina Jolie. Okay, then we'll we'll put Tomb Raider somewhere in the 20s. I think Sonic was good. I don't know. I thought Sonic was maybe bad. I'm not going to let you guys pick here. Yeah. Okay, then let's go. Let's go 63 at Sonic. We got to be getting one of those little fucking squirrels right or something. Yeah. All right, you guys. There's two 18s. You want to you want to pick the 18s? I'll put one of the 18s at uh, uh, Assassin's Creed. Um. A good video game, but probably shit movie. Hitman. Where do you want to throw Hitman the other 18, Sean? Bad. Okay, we're throwing it there then. That's a good choice. Okay, at 20%, um, I feel like... The, ne- the next highest is 51. Okay. Um, Need for Speed was terrible, I think. Okay, so, well, what about for 51, you think? I'm thinking like either Tomb Raider or maybe... Street Fighter? Uncharted? I don't know. I don't think... Street Fighter? We already, we already, already took... Okay. We, uh, we gave Street Fighter a bad score. Uncharted, then? Or, or Tomb Raider? Yeah, let's or. put... Let's put 51 at Uncharted, and then we'll put 41 for Tomb Raider. Very similar games, too. Okay. Both Indiana Jones knockoffs. All right, so 37%. We got Super Mario left, Need for Speed, Rampage, or Doom. Oh, Jesus. I feel like, can we put that ball <laughs> <with> then? <laughs> No, because they're all three of them are lower than thirty-seven. Um, <laughs> I mean, what, which one of these have you seen, Sean? I've I mean, seen I've 10 seen none. Of Rampage. Well, what'd you think in that ten minutes? Was that a twenty, a twenty-three, a twenty-nine, you, or a thirty-seven? Ten minutes of it. Then let's put a twenty for yeah. Rampage. I've only seen Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Is Tomb Raider two thousand one the first then, Tomb Raider? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, two thousand one. So okay. there's one that came out like a few years ago. Um, that probably would be a higher score. All right, let's put 29 at Super Mario 93. I don't know why. I just feel like, and then... You got 37 or 23. Okay, 37 for either the for either Doom or Need for Speed, Sean. 37? Michael Keaton or The Rock. Uh, need yeah. for Speed. 
Okay, and then we'll put twenty three oh, for rocks. Let's to switch do. that. <laughs> okay, let's switch that. You sure? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. Okay, twenty three for Need for Speed. Thirty seven for the rock. All right, this will be very interesting to see how we let's did. Reveal. Let's see. Oh boy. Oh my God, we got Super okay. Mario right. No, we didn't. Did we? Get any of them right? We did. Yeah, we got Super Mario right, and we got Mario. Detective Pikachu right, and Sonic. Oh, yeah. Sean, we're three for three so far. Well, let's see. Tomb Raider, you said 41, and in reality, Tomb Raider is a 20. Very bad. Well, that's an 11-year-old okay, so me that one. recollection. Yeah. Prince of Persia, you picked as the worst of all these movies. It actually got a 37. So that's so a wrong one, too. Bad, but not the worst you've ever seen. Street Fighter, you pick 16%. Uh, Street Fighter got 11%. That Pretty is close. Pretty okay. close. Yeah, pretty close, but it was the worst reviewed of any of them. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. We got right. Very good. 63%. Pretty good. Super Mario 1993, 29%. We got it. Very good. Uh, Max Payne, you pick 16. And it was 16. Oh, how shiny boy. Uh, Uncharted, you pick 51. Uncharted was 41. At least it was kind of close. Uh, Michael Fassbender for Assassin's Creed 18, and it was 18%. That's, that's one of my most disappointing one more and ones. We, we qualify for uh, World uh, Championship in Munich. <laughs> Need for Speed. Need for Speed 23. It got 23. Tony, we're going oh to my Munich. Goodness. Uh, oh, just Pikachu. wait. Yeah, we got Detective Pikachu. We already said 68, 69. We got that one too. Rampage. This is. Okay, this was bad. You failed, John. Good. Rampage got a 51%. That's not bad. That's it's not, not bad. good. 51. What did I say well, it was? It got fifty one. You you thought you thought twenty. So what was Doom? So Doom ended up being eighteen. No, oh, yeah, Doom was really seven. bad. I've seen Doom. It's it's very very. And then bad. Hitman was Hitman a sixteen. So oh. Very close, but so we ended up going four and six, which honestly I would say is not bad. Yeah, I mean that's like not random. Yeah, I would have said like maybe we would have gotten two, but but yeah, the point of this exercise is uh, the best. The two best reviewed movies that I picked here are the most recent ones that we've kind of turned a corner. These movies are solid now. Okay. But historically, they've been horrible, like Hitman and, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed and those kind of movies are just terrible. Street Fighter is. Was Street Fighter like in the 80s? 94. Uh, Um, Did he play like Ryu or something in that? (laughs) Well, Ryu's a Japanese, so he couldn't have played. Oh, is he? He looks white in the video games. He's I certain. like the song. His brother Ken is white. I like the song "Street Fighting Man" the by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, probably inspired the yeah, video game. Um, I think you're thinking of "Black Magic Woman." Very good. <laughs> by Santana. <laughs> well, that was fun. Or Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> uh, we. Yeah. Well, hey, honestly, I'm yeah. proud of us with that. That was a. Uh... Wait, what did we do? How many did we get right? Well, we got six, six. right. Oh, I don't know why I said there was only 10. There was 13. So we went six and seven. Oh, I initially heard you say. That's even better than the four and six. I I heard you say four out of six. I was like, I think there were way more than six. Yeah, no, I I, I don't know why I just assumed there was only 10 and we went four and six. No, we went six and seven. We went six and seven. Six wins, seven losses. That's honestly almost 500 for 13 guesses. That's impressive, I think. We just tested out of or going to Munich. I guess we didn't qualify with that score. I think Maybe. we might have qualified. See, and you, you were worried. You were worried you weren't going to know these. I'm like, you, you knew in the back of your mind that Mark Wahlberg was in Max Payne. You, yeah. you never well, saw it. It's just hard because how am I going to remember I all of that, that 
initially, and I was like, well, send me a photo of it, and it still is hard because you can't cross so many of these yeah. out on here, but I liked that. That was a, that's why it was cooperative, wasn't not competitive. Yeah. Now, the cooperative ones were, uh, fun, were fun here. All right, uh, we've got a couple trailers. Yeah, the first one here, uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Finally getting to see a trailer. This is a big-budget Netflix movie, and uh, find out today it's it's two movies, at least. Uh, a part one and a part two. So uh, part one's coming out December 22nd, and part two coming out April 19th. So uh, I think with Netflix, that that works. That That's a, a simple sell to be like, all right, it's just going to be on Netflix. You don't need to go to the movies twice to see the whole story. You just... We'll see the second part, uh, you know, a few months later. So uh, this movie originated as a uh, Zack Snyder pitch to Lucasfilm. He's like, I have this idea for a Star Wars movie kind of based on uh, Seven Samurai uh, classic story. Uh, Just people having to protect, uh, you know, their their village from, you know, the Imperials. And Zack Snyder's like, we could do this for Star Wars. And never it ended up not going anywhere with uh, with Star Wars there. And so he. uh Repitched it to Netflix just as a new thing, original characters, and uh, yeah, they're spending a ton of money on this movie. So uh, I'm interested because Zack Snyder makes interesting movies, if not, uh, they're not not necessarily good, but I think they're interesting. It also is pretty clear that he does not know how to cut things. He doesn't know how to make short movies. Uh, you know, the whole thing with the the Justice League where he eventually got to release his four hour cut of the movie. Uh, was obnoxious. Four hours is way too long. Yeah, it is. Um, and it sounds like you kind of did the same thing here with Rebel Moon being like, I just can't get it. It's got to be four hours. And we're like, no, that'll be two movies then. And we're Netflix, so we can we can do that. So um, that's what's going to happen. Pretty good. And the other one. Another streaming movie. Uh, good Burger 2, which I feel like we just talked about yeah. like being announced. And yeah, I think we did. Uh, I looked it up. It was announced in May. And this is already filmed and coming like out shoot. in November. So, wow. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a Saturday Night Live it's like, thing. Yeah, it's, it's TV, basically. It's just going to be a longer episode of, of, of television. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see, oh, it's Keenan and Cal back together, and there's a car, and the song plays from Less, the, less is, Than Jake. And I'm like, oh, cool. Is less the guy Jake. that plays Kel, like, is he okay? Like, yeah. Isn't yeah, he, like, he just kind of off the deep end for a little bit? I don't know, but he, like, he obviously is not very successful in his career. Um, well, they made but him still, be an idiot. It's, yeah. But I mean, Skits. what was funny is like, um, if you remember, like after their show and all that and everything, he was in a uh, mystery man, which was an excellent movie. Uh, and, and Keenan was like, all right, well, he's gone. And then Keenan, a few years later, goes on Saturday Night Live and never left. Yeah. Well, he's been on that for a long time. The longest cast member ever, I think, at this point. Um, and Kel just kind of disappeared into wherever. But like, I think when you're that famous, you could make money forever. Off going to conventions and stuff, signing autographs. Johnny and, Drama. Um, there's a couple of the people. Yeah, there's a couple of people in Good Burger 2 that are from the original like sketch and all that back from then. And it was yeah, from all that, up. right? Yeah. So uh, of course, uh, Lori Beth Denberg. Is that the, is that the big chick? We, we yeah, all, I just we know all remember her. Beth, yeah, oh yeah. I saw she was in the cast. And I'm like, good for her. You know, that's great. She was an iconic all that character. She yeah. was probably like I think like the third most popular, honestly, maybe behind them. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's Amanda Bynes. Oh, yeah. That's she true. was maybe more famous for her. She had her own the show. Amanda show. Yeah. Later. Um, but yeah, like one of the other guys that was in the sketch, I saw he was in the cast. And I'm like, what has that guy been doing for 20 years? And turns out nothing. <laughs> but it was like he goes to conventions all the time. And people are like, hey, you're the guy from my childhood. I'm like, yep. 
Yeah, go. there's definitely a big niche for the the '90s. Like '90, like kids our age, guys or people our age, we loved the, the '90s. You know, it's very nostalgic. The '90s was just a very unique, like fun time. Like the weird candy and like toys that were coming out at the time, the weird shows. It was yeah. the music. The '90s was just such a strange decade, really. And when you really like go from like yeah. the '60s to now, it was really like a really good way to describe the '90s is the soda surge. I think that's just a good representation. Andy. Yeah, we had a soda called Surge. I don't know what it was. Maybe just the sugar surge in general. It was just then. like it's something new, but it's for us because it felt like kids. even TV was fast. Like it was like Nickelodeon was like all oh, that was like smack. Like yeah. just we giant had a green show blob called against your TV yep. screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we well, they even had the little like creepy crawler like fucking snacks where you're like a little crazy yeah. wizard or a professor no and you're <laughs> you're making like shit that looks like spiders yeah, and yeah, stuff. Like, and it was like, like play doh for boys, but like, but you eat it though. Did you eat it? Oh, yeah. There was the creepy crawler ones you ate. Okay. Take a Google right oh. now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I talked about toy commercials off the show at some point where it's like, they don't make those anymore. And like, oh, yeah, they're just on Nickelodeon. I was just going to watch I know. It, you know what's so funny is like that is because like, I think like when you get to a certain age, you do start to realize that like, oh, shit, these, you don't realize as a kid, like you just think every commercial is going to be a NASCAR yeah. like a, or a race car, like Barbie or like Polly Pocket or whoever the it's fuck. Like, I can't believe they killed the Trix Rabbit. I'm like, no, they didn't. He's still out there. And, just- but then it's so funny because whenever you watch ESPN, like when there was times where I was like, you know, I, I like you're watching ESPN on like a Tuesday at, a, at 9 a.m. It'll be like, call J.D. Wensworth if you need money now. And it's like it makes you realize that it's like, yeah, because the people that are watching sports are like a lot of middle aged guys. Maybe that maybe you need to. Get yeah. loans or something, or they and like just turn in, tune into Fox News, and it's all buying gold. Yeah, <laughs> buying gold. The world's ending. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one of, one of the funny things here about Good Burger is, uh, or Good Burger Two, the original Good Burger was directed by the guy who runs Paramount now. So he's oh, good for him. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a great Talk about career right there yeah. to to advance. Uh, uh, so it's like, yeah, I'm gonna green light the sequel to one of the only movies I directed. Um, so yeah, kind <laughs> of cool. Um, I don't know. I never even watched the movie Good Burger. I just, oh, I remember, saw it. I just remember the sketch. I can't imagine a, a 90 minute movie based on this. But, um, in my research about it's it. It's because they challenged like a fucking rival burger yeah. place. No, I, I did a little research on the movie. Uh, it's been a while since I Shaq was in it. In Shaq. So the thing about Shaq is like. He's very popular in the 90s. Well, he was very popular, but like, what a good guy to do this stupid movie. <laughs> like, Shaq knew how famous he was and is like, I know little kids will love this shit. He had a good eye for that shit. Yeah, um, obviously being in his own kids' movies and doing video games that kind of stuff, he knew like how important it was to be like cool to kids. And, oh yeah, and so. now he's a now he's DJ Diesel and everybody loves him. <laughs> he headlines yeah. at shows and stuff. He's the man. Shaq is a really cool guy. Like you can't hate Shaq. Yeah, no, it was just like that's this is a dumb movie and Shaq is it. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's not gonna hurt his career. It didn't because yeah. he was probably in Orlando Magic yeah. when he made that movie and uh, happened His to win was, four that more might titles. Have been what helped him? They're like, you know what? We're going to get you to the Lakers after yeah. this. Because Good Burger probably came out around that time. When Good Burger came out, like ninety five or ninety six, seven. So he might he might have filmed it while he was still on the Magic. Maybe he filmed it the same day he signed with the Lakers. <laughs> Welcome to L A. Yeah. Welcome to L A. You got to be in at least a movie. Space Jam's got nothing on this because I know Space Jam was like ninety six or ninety. Yeah, it would have been a year before. Yeah, I think Space Jam was ninety six. All righty. Well, what else we got? Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works for the dog's current collar or harness. 
And when you plug in promo code Tony, that is T O N Y. You're going to get 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. That makes it under $10 for the leash, by the way, guys. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout plus free shipping. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. I have one. I got three. I also only have one. So, Andy, do you want to knock out a couple? And then yeah, let me just... do my first two here. Uh, the first one I've been watching is Star Wars Rebels, an animated Star Wars show from 2014, aired through 2017. Uh, the reason I'm watching this is because uh, the latest Star Wars show, Ahsoka, is coming out uh, right now. It's out right now as I'm recording. It just just deb- debuted on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Rosario Dawson playing the character of Ahsoka. Uh, and it looks like th- that series will... Uh, have a lot of characters from Star Wars Rebels, so I wanted to uh, watch that before ever watching the the new show. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying a lot. It is a kids show. It was on the Disney Channel. Um, what is it? It takes place five years before the original Star Wars movie, so it's like the Empire is in charge, and it's kind of the beginning of the rebellion. And you know, you, you get uh, Lando's in there and stuff. That's cool. You see Lando and it's really Billy D. Williams because it's, you know, it's animation. You can, you can bring him back and make him younger. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, you know, I love Star Wars, but I never got into these kids' cartoons because they were kids' shit. I'm like, I'm not going to get into this, but, uh, this actually ended up being like really good Star Wars stories. And, uh, the people who made these cartoons are basically the people in charge of Star Wars right now. So, uh, so I just thought of, uh, the line from, this movie, you can tell me if you know what it is. Uh, too bad we didn't have these when we were kids. Even better, we got them when we're thirty. I don't. I don't. Yeah, Step Brothers. Yeah, you weren't into it as a kid, but you you're into it now. That's true. But I mean, these aired when I was still I was already an adult. But right, I know. If I was a kid and they had Star Wars cartoons, I would have watched them. Oh, of course. Uh, the other interesting thing about Star Wars Rebels is one of the main characters is Freddie Prince Jr. So that's, that's interesting. You're like, hey, what happened oh. to that guy? Uh, he's he's doing he's doing work out there. He had some good. He was a good early 2000s guy. Oh yeah, he was all about the 90s. Yeah, that's right too. The well, it was, it was like 97 to 2002, and then yeah, some over. banger movies though. Fred uh, Summer Catch, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo was great. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Love comedy. I I'm sure know he was in. what you did last summer. I mean, she's all that is. is That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, iconic to me. She's all that is iconic. That's got a what's the name Seth Green in it also. No. What? I don't think so. Are you sure? You're thinking of. I mean, he might be. At can't at hardly wait. Has Seth Green. Yeah. Paul Walker is in. You're right. She's all that. He's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He always like laughs. <laughs> I like can't hardly wait also. <laughs> oh, I love can't hardly wait more than she's all that. It's more iconic. Andy, your laugh sounded like uh, the guy from Billy Madison. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Didn't we have you do that laugh on here years ago? I think so. All right. You had had a whole bunch of beer. I think I have that on video, actually. I'm going to have to find that. I've actually, I felt like it was actually, you might have put on like some of the best ofs or it was on like a Halloween episode or something. (laughs) Because I swear I I listened to it recently. The video clip, it's the green screen in the studio. I remember that vividly, actually. I'll find that. Yeah, that's that same laugh. You just We hadn't heard that in years. There you go. It's very similar to uh, Dennis Reynolds does the laugh, too. Yeah. It's the rich guy filling the laugh. 
Um, but yeah, Star Wars Rebels, it's on Disney Plus if you want to check it out before watching Ahsoka, which seems to have pretty solid reviews, better than the last season of The Mandalorian. So uh, looking forward to that one. Um, and then I'll do my next one here. Uh, very different. Very different age range for this one. Uh, I watched the re-release of the Korean film Old Boy. So uh, Old Boy is a Korean film from 2003 uh, that I first watched, I want to say maybe in 2007, 2008, that I saw it on some list of like scariest movies of all time. And it's like this was a Korean movie. And I'm like, well, how did I watch this? And I watched it on one of those like illegal sites, I believe, where he just type in the movie and it plays on some channel somewhere, um, probably in a foreign country. Um I don't know if I'd describe Old Boy as a horror movie. There's no ghosts or anything. It is horrific content, not horrifying. There's no spirits, uh, no uh, slashers, no Freddy Krueger, any of that kind of stuff. But just the content of it is it can be uh, horrifying. Um, but it's basically a crime revenge movie. Uh, incredibly violent um, and just super stylish. And so they uh, remastered it in 4K and they re-released it uh, this past week in, in limited theaters. And uh, I went uh, I went all the way to the block to see this. And it took me 45 minutes to get from here to the block. Uh, and I was furious. But, um, you know, that's that's not the movie's fault. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you, you... And to give context, that's six miles. It took me 45 minutes to get six miles. And that is Southern California traffic. That's one of the worst areas to get to. In Orange County, there's five freeways that all meet each other at the same time. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy that as I was leaving the movie, there was like three teenage boys, maybe, you know, 17. Because you had to be 17. You're a radar movie. Very, very mature wow. movie. And one of them said, like, my parents would be so mad if they knew I watched this movie. Because it is, um, yeah, fucked up and violent and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, But it was interesting. So, like, I probably watched it when I was around that age maybe 18 19 or something and now all these years later a new group of people are finding this movie so pretty good uh, yeah old boy i don't i don't know if it's i think it was like not available to see for a very long time but it is it is a very famous one of the most famous korean movies i would say the korean vault next to the disney vault at the mall yeah the well, i mean we, we wouldn't have parasite without old boy i'll say that yeah i've seen that one all right, uh, Tony, you want to do yours? Yeah, sure. Uh, I watched uh, The Pope's Exorcist. Oh. Uh, saw that one. Uh, it was on uh, Netflix, I believe. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was last Thursday or something. I was sitting at home, didn't have uh, much to do except uh, chill out. I was home alone. It was like um, 7.30 or 8 or something like that. And I was like, hey, fuck it. I'm going to turn it on. Uh, and I was able to finish it before actually anybody got home, which was nice. Uh, so I just enjoyed it. And it was, uh, it's, I think what's, uh, I mean, definitely not like scary. I don't like, not like, definitely not like scary, scary. I mean, it was definitely like had some, some decent scenes, but it was like more so, I mean, I think what's cool is that it's, you know, it's based off of real exorcist Pope guy, I guess, whatever you call him. Father. The Pope's exorcism. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ga- Gabriel Amorth. Yeah, Amorth, and it's kind of crazy. Real like, priest, yeah. what was cool was after this whole incident, it said like he was like he ended up going on for another twenty years or something. Because I think I don't know what the you're gonna have to help me out here, but I think was like the real actual part of that story too is that he had that that lady that was 
they thought was possessed, but she wasn't. But then she was just mentally ill, but he didn't really help her because he's like, I don't deal with mentally ill. And she like killed herself. Was that real? She like jumped uh, off know. the tower. I think the, the thing in the beginning, which was like him, like where he's like, most of the things I get called out for are fake. And I'm very good at spotting fakes because I know it's real. Um, I think I was that's that's real is that like he was sent out to like disprove possessions. Okay. And then if he ever found a real possession that didn't make the archives, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's for real that he was sent out to these places to. Um, and they obviously turned this movie into some like fantasy and stuff like with some some well, of the yeah, stuff at the no, end. We can't confirm that the <laughs> devil actually tried to. Take over the, the Vatican and we'd have we'd have to get hundreds or something. Eleven hundreds. This was just nineteen eighties. Well, there was the original like conspiracy the devil was coming up in like a Hawaiian shirt, like Vice City, fucking in Rome. But uh, overall, like, you know, pretty pretty solid movie. I enjoyed. I always enjoy the any sort of exorcist type movie because uh, I always think those ones are the scariest. Like those ones that with possession and demons and stuff is always like uh, creepy. But the one thing I have noticed about uh, a lot of these uh, exorcist movies. Uh, the original one and then this one is uh the de- the demons that get possessed they're very uh they're very horny little demons like he was like you know the stuff he was you know grabbing his mom and stuff with very good looking woman don't blame isn't the that demon, what they called but, you in high school excuse me the horny demon <laughs> well <laughs> sorry also he was no to confirm no <laughs> kept teasing the other priest right with the well because I think you could tell the other priest liked the mom I don't think that yeah. was ever like confirmed but they make it obvious I think in the movie like he's a young priest. She's a young widowed mother or something. Yeah, she was widowed because the dad died in a car accident because then he apparently called the house or something. Yeah, priests are always horny. Okay. Just Okay, geez. okay. We're not going to make sure they're not, not like, acting on it. Okay, no? I don't like where Andy's going with that. Read about what? the Archdiocese oh of San Francisco. God. <laughs> I, I did not expect this to Good take that golly, kind of turn. Andy. Holy guacamole. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Well, yeah, that was the Pope's exorcist. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Sean, what'd you watch? <laughs> I watched uh, a movie Andy reviewed on here a while ago uh, on HBO Max. The Banshees of Inishirin from 2022. Oh, I've seen it too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Hour yeah. 54. And um, one thing I need to say, I can only imagine how upset Wes Anderson is that he couldn't make this movie. Um, it wouldn't be nearly the same movie. It'd be very bright. But in terms of scenery... And storyline would be the exact same, but uh, this was obviously a different direction. It was it was fun. Um, I'm reading that Colin Farrell got beat up by all of the animals while filming. Uh, got bit by the dog, bit by the donkey. The horse uh, did something to let him start drifting on that wagon towards the ocean. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, the story follows a feud uh, between friends on a tiny island uh, off of the Irish uh, mainland. And... Uh, it's enjoyable. One thing that is, I was just catching myself just like, wow, that would be great to go vacation there or something. Obviously, this is supposed to take place, you know, 100 years ago. Um, because now they'd be flooded with people and, you know, $600 to stay at the Hyatt and all that kind of crap. Uh, I mean, it was interesting. It was a, kind of a slow burn movie, but it was it was good. Um, I did try to watch a movie called Inside, with Willem Dafoe and that one I couldn't finish. It was too much of a slow burn and just not good uh, on Peacock. But Banshee's in this year and check it out, especially if you like Ireland. Uh, give it a go. Uh, there's fiddles 
and uh, the black stuff, which is Irish uh, Guinness. Just looks like a nice time. Yeah, you definitely feel for him in the movie because it's like, you know, that his buddy doesn't want to really hang with him anymore. And then his, you know, his sister ends up telling him that she's leaving and stuff. And then his buddy's throwing fingers at his door. It's like, it's, you just feel for the man. His friends are like the neighbor kid, Barry. And they're they're just simple people. But you know what the thing at the end of the day was? I was happy the sister, she had to go. She had a whole life ahead of her. He just was content with being on the island. Yeah. And uh, just going to the pub and drinking and listening to some music. Yeah. I could definitely, I would love to go to an Irish bar like that and just listen to some guys jam out on a fiddle and a weird hand drum. Oh, yeah. It'd be rad. As long as, like, the bar is made of, like, stone oh, also. Yeah. Like I mean, if movie. you could go to that exact bar. I'm sure they got some out there still. That exact bar they with the to. view of the ocean like that and, like, six people in there. Oh, like, yeah. It'd be either that situation or you're halfway to the beginning of, you know, an American werewolf in London kind of a thing. Like, I'd be a little freaked out because it's like, where are everyone? But I'd also be very happy because no one would be there in the way. Pretty good. Absolutely. All right, Andy, you want to close us out? Yeah, I'll close us out with uh, Blue Beetle, the uh, the big new movie from this week. Uh, number one at the box office, overtaken Barbie uh, for the first time in in a month. But uh, I saw it already uh, got overtaken by Barbie in, on for yesterday. Um, but yeah, this is the newest DC movie. Uh, interesting backstory here that back in 2021, the, the heads of Warner brothers, uh, they had just, you know, released HBO max. They wanted to get more subscribers. So they decided to, uh, make some, some straight to streaming movies. Uh, a lot of them from big franchises like DC, um, and blue beetle was one of them. Uh, there's also like evil dead rise was, was one of the movies that was greenlit for this project. Magic Mike three, uh, Batgirl, which never got released. Um, but yeah, most of the movies that they they did announce for this project uh, have now been released in theaters. When the new team came in with the Warner Brothers, like let's just put these movies out in theaters, and um, some of them worked out. Evil Dead Rise made like sixty five million, I think, so that did pretty well. Um, and then yeah, Batgirl famously was just canceled. They'd rather take the tax write off than actually put it out. Um, but Blue Beetle, they said they got good enough. Uh, Early screening um, thoughts. I don't know what word I'm thinking of, but uh, so they're like, we're going to just put this out. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty decent. I think it's got reviews in the 70s of Rotten Tomatoes, which is better than a lot of the DC movies. Um, it is an, is it an origin story. And basically is borrowing a lot from a lot of superhero origin movies where it's like, oh, I see a lot of uh, Spider-Man in this, a lot of Iron Man in this. Um, it's just we've seen these stories so often that uh, there's really not that much new you can do with a superhero origin. Uh, but I think the big new thing for this movie is that it is uh, a Mexican-American character, which is like, OK, we haven't seen that yet. We've had you know Black Panther and we've had Wonder Woman and we've had Shang-Chi even. Uh, but we actually haven't seen a Mexican-American superhero. Um, and so this this is the story of a Jaime Reyes. He's a 22-year-old college graduate who hasn't, who can't find a job. Very relatable for for someone like me. I mean, that was 15 years ago of my life, but still very, <laughs> very relatable. Um, and he ends up uh, getting this weird technology thing that I don't know. It's very hard to describe what these powers are. It's like a mix between Iron Man and Venom, where it's like a a suit that attaches to you and makes you know, but it's an alien and it goes into your, it, it attaches to you somehow, and I, I don't know. But uh, it's it's one of those, you know. <laughs> um, 
So it's not really got a lot of people in there um, that you know. You could definitely tell that this was made for streaming. Uh, the suit looks cheap in some places. You can tell that you're not using a, not a huge budget. Uh, the big names you would know in this movie are George Lopez and Susan Sarandon. Oh, wow. So George Lopez plays the uncle. The love interest is Susan Sarandon for George Lopez. <laughs> Susan Sarandon is, is, the, is the bad guy. Oh. And, you know, it's, it's a competent bad guy. She's just mean to people. Um, but... There is some weirdness here in like trying to line up like people's ages. Cause I'm like, George Lopez is playing hit the uncle. Again, the main character is supposed to be 22 years old and George Lopez is playing his, his uncle and he's playing his dad's younger brother. And they're like, wasn't George Lopez? He's pretty yeah. old now. And I looked it up. George Lopez is 62. Wow. He looks 79. Which would, mean, which would make the 22 year old's character in his seventies because they've said, well, George George Lopez was ten years younger than than his brother, and I'm like, well, this doesn't line up at all. How did no one do the math on this shit? So the twenty two year old has a fifty year old, or his his dad was fifty when he, he had him, and he's like this Mexican frozen, immigrant that doesn't make any sense. Time or something that, that, like Austin Powers. Yeah, and then same thing with Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon's like in her seventies now. Yeah. Um, and one of the characters in this is supposed to be her niece, who's like also in her early twenties. And I'm like. This doesn't line up either. Like, you guys didn't do any of the math. And then I looked up the, the age of the, the actor who plays the grandmother, and she's only 67, and she's playing, so she's playing the mother of a character who's supposed to be late 60s, early 70s. It's like, I don't know. I shouldn't be thinking about this in this movie. So that's that's a, a bad mark on them that I was thinking about math. But um, the other weird thing, I'll, I'll talk about my theater experience. Uh, so if you look at the box office like demographics, they've actually shown that like it's, it's a heavy uh, Latino audience, which is, it's good as a movie made to have some representation there. I think they said it's about 40% of the audience has been Latino. So um, I think that's probably, I couldn't tell it's dark in the movie theater, but I think that that made sense because there were a lot of jokes in there that were like about Mexican culture that I didn't get. And like people went off for, like there's a thing about like Vicks vapor rub where they like put it under the guy's nose to wake him up, and like the whole theater was like, oh. And I read online like, oh, Mexicans love Vicks vapor rub. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, cool. So you know what it is? It, it's definitely a culture thing. Cause my grandma, when I was my grandma's from Greece, and when I would be sick as a kid and I'd be over at their house, like when I'm talking like you know elementary school level young, I remember that she was big on that too, is putting on the Vicks, but they like smother it on your chest too. Like there, it's it's definitely a weird like non-american An culture old world thing, thing yeah, yeah where they're just big on they are big on Vicks paper rub and <laughs> yeah uh but the other thing i wanted to talk about with my theater experience so um i sat next to i i again it was dark i think it was like a 60 year old girl and her like older brother you say a yeah, 60 year old girl six too. year old okay so i can't tell ages that well especially in the dark but i'm gonna say Roughly around there, a younger girl and like an older brother. Now, hopefully, it wasn't a younger girl and like okay, that's enough. Her eighteen-year-old dad or something. You, you, you've, <laughs> yeah, I don't you've, you've done enough but, kid okay, talk. I think you can get the picture. Um, but like, I usually get there later, so I don't see the trailers. But I get there, they still got a couple trailers. First one they show is Paw Patrol, and I'm like, oh fuck me, you know, this is. I feel so bad. What what is what am I doing with my life? I had like an existential existential crisis. I'm watching this dumb superhero movie. Uh, on yeah. a Monday night by myself and seeing a Paw Patrol trailer. <laughs> so you just saw this it. last night? Yeah. Oh. So I'm watching this Paw Patrol trailer next to this kid. I'm like, this is not for me. I don't belong. So you're signed up to see Paw Patrol next, right? No, definitely not. That looks like the worst piece of shit. <laughs> I, I want to kill myself. Paw Patrol? 
It's, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Oh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Cartoon. I thought you were saying Paw Patrol. I thought you were saying Paw Patrol. I would watch that. 100% this is the Papa of all the trolls. <laughs> so, uh, oh my God. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, and then the trailer they show right after that is the Nun 2. Oh okay. boy. And the little girl, like, was scared and had to like snuggle up to the to the older brother. I would have been like that before. And I'm like, nothing nothing was worse. Like back before I hated like I was super afraid of horror movies back in the day. When I was that age and stuff, and like, yeah, scary trailer I I used to hate the movies because of the trailers, because it it was always due for one like you know, like scary movie trailer. I think I remember even like the Planet of the Apes trailer scared me when I saw like fucking like Robo Giamatti as a Ape? No, I yeah, saw the I saw the movie I think in theaters uh, the one when I think uh, uh, Robin Williams was a robot. Oh yeah, I've never seen it, but that looks. What terrifying. was it? I was gonna say Centennial Man. Yeah, but no, not that one. Man. Well, no, there's the other one too where he's like in space. I think he voices the robot. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Aladdin. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking of. Maybe maybe it doesn't even <laughs> exist. What I'm thinking of. I don't know. Um, but anyways, that that's. That's Blue Beetle. It's yeah, pretty good. It's okay. It's good. It's made like zero dollars, and everyone's making fun of it. And it's like, well, it's a fine, okay movie. Um, but I think everyone knows that the DC franchise is is dead. And it's like, well, I don't want to see this, but uh, yeah, it's fine. It'll be on HBO Max in a few months, and, and yeah. Uh, oh, the other weird thing is that I always forget that DC movies are um, they're in America, but they have their own cities. But then they also have the regular cities too, which is always like weird to me. So it's like you can go to Gotham City and you can go to New York and Washington DC. Um, mm-hmm. And this movie took place in uh, a fake Miami, um, but they were Mexicans, which is like I'm sure there are Mexicans in Miami, but like, like shouldn't these people be Cubans? Yeah, and I'm like, right. but actually, this isn't Miami; it's fake Miami. And then I'm like, is yeah. it real Miami? It's San Diego uh, adjacent. Yeah. But then I looked at the comic book character supposed to be from El Paso, which is like, yeah, that makes fucking sense, guys. Uh, not fake Miami, but yeah. uh, El Paso is not nearly as cool of a city as uh, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> if you were trying to make a movie. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add? Uh, I don't have it. Anything? Right. Well, you've been listening to uh, episode 338 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thanks for listening. Tell a friend. See you later.